Introduction The Sarajevo Centenary, 1914, and the Rise of China Stephen E. Miller In the golden summer of 1914, the assassination of the heir to the Austro-Hungarian throne in Vienna's distant Balkan province of Bosnia-Herzegovina triggered a sequence of events that within weeks had plunged Europe's major powers into war. What followed was a disaster of immense proportions. The costs of this war were vast. For more than four cruel years, the great powers spent lavishly in blood and treasure. Men were cut down in the millions, and treasuries were emptied. The consequences of this war were enormous and lasting. By war's end, four empires, the German, Russian, Austrian, and Ottoman, had been destroyed. The map of Europe and the Middle East had been redrawn. Germany and Russia had been racked by internal revolutions, with fateful long-term implications for both those countries and for the world. Even the European victors, France and Britain, had been weakened by a savage depletion that hastened their declines as major powers. Out of the wreckage of World War I flowed developments that were central to international politics for the remainder of the 20th century, the rise of Nazism, a second global war, and the Cold War rivalry that pitted the heirs to the Russian Revolution of 1917 against the one power that emerged from World War I unscathed and strengthened, the United States. In the summer of 1914, history pivoted. The previous world would be destroyed, and the path that opened up was dark and dangerous. This was one of the formative turning points in modern history. It is not surprising, then, that even after the passage of 100 years, the events of 1914 remain compelling. Remarkably, controversy over the war's origins has continued unabated. Basic facts remain in dispute. There has been endless debate about assigning responsibility for the war. There have been waves of reinterpretation as new evidence has been discovered or new theoretical understandings of international politics have been explored. As the academic field of international relations has evolved over recent decades, with new work on nationalism, militarism, interdependence, preventive war, offense-defense theory, signaling and bargaining, perceptions and misperceptions, deterrence and deterrence failure, among other conceptual developments, 1914 has been re-examined through a variety of intellectual lenses. The great animating questions have remained constant, however, shaped by the full retrospective understanding of the unprecedented disaster that the elites of 1914 brought upon their countries. How could this catastrophe have happened? What explains the events of 1914? An enormous literature has sought to answer these questions. The drama of 1914 draws our gaze backward, but an equally haunting question arises if we look ahead. Could 1914 happen again? Could the forces and factors that put the great powers in what turned out to be an unstoppable path to war in 1914 operate in our own time? Can we see any indications that conditions present in 1914 might be replicated in the contemporary setting? The aim of this volume is to look back in order to look ahead.
the contributors have been asked to probe the origins of World War I, seeking warning signs, lessons, cautionary tales, or causal conclusions that are, or might be, applicable to the current international order. What can we learn from the 1914 case that will help us better to understand and, more importantly, to help shape international politics today? Can we identify tragic mistakes that should be avoided? Can we reduce the likelihood of great power conflict in the future by understanding what led to it in the past? Because the issue at hand is the violent collision of great powers, in today's world these questions lead directly to consideration of China's relations with the United States. If there is to be great power conflict in the era ahead, it seems most likely that this will involve a rising China challenging a predominant America.